Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, Feels. How did he do that? <laughs> How did who do that? I mean, like, you, I'm just saying, who, do, who is it? <laughs> okay. Great question. It's mileiq.com. Hmm. That's mileiq.com. What's this one all about, Bloomsy? Well, if you're self-employed, you can basically deduct the miles that you drive. A lot of people are listening to this in the car. So odds are, you guys are driving. Maybe you're driving for work. Did you know that if you submit the miles you drive for work, you can save money? That's an expense. Wow. Not only just save money, but save money by not giving it to Uncle Sam. Thank you. Stick it to the man. <laughs> but how do you log all these miles? Well, mile I In my brain, motherfucker. No, well, that's really... Uh, that's what Pen I'm Pen and talking. paper, bitch. <laughs> it's very archaic, very difficult, hard to store. It's easy to keep track of. I just shuffle a receipt into my pocket, and when it's time to do my taxes, let me I tell empty. You, let me tell you a good alternative. Good luck beating my current system. It's an app. It's Uh called Mile IQ, and it's the gold standard in mileage tracking. Mile IQ is the only mileage tracker that detects, logs, and calculates your drives for you automatically. You just have to keep your phone on, and it does the rest. Sounds pretty good. It's easy to use, and it keeps all your drives in a securely stored cloud. And if you drive for work and you're not counting every single mile, then you're burning money. So try it. It has a five-star rating in Google Play and the iTunes app stores. Lots of people are using it, counting hundreds of thousands of miles, and you're saving money at the end of the year. That's correct. Because it's, it's an expense, so it's money that you don't have to pay in taxes. So if this seems like something that you need, and it just might be perfect for you, try Mile IQ for free today. What? And all you have to do is text Jake and Amir. You know our names, Jake, space, and space, The word and or is it an ampersand? The words. Word, okay. So J-A-K-E space A-N-D space Amir All right. uh, to 89800. And they'll text you the link to download the app. That's how they track that we're actually giving them a return on their investment. So Mile IQ, it, it does all the work for you to log and capture your mileage. Uh, it exports all the data at the end of the year in an IRS compliant uh, uh, file so that it's super easy, very organized, very simple, very sleek. It looks cool. Check them out at the very least at mileiq.com if you're on the fence. But if you want to try the app, uh, you just text Jake and Amir, our names, to 89800. That's Jake and Amir to 89800. Stop wasting money. Unless you like paying taxes. Yeah, if you like paying taxes, then maybe Mile IQ isn't for you. If you like burning money, then please go ahead. That's illegal, by the way. Okay, I would to do burn that. U.S. Yeah. currency. <laughs> okay, not very patriotic. <laughs> Mile IQ, Jake and Amir to eight nine eight zero zero. Let's get started. This episode was quite a thrill ride, a roller coaster. Things ended up dipping into reality and then back into a fantasy land that we call. Well, you'll figure it out. I've got a problem in my life. Sticky situation, moral quandary, dilemma, dire straits or strife But if I can't decide on what to do I type on up an email and address it to If I were you They'll make my 
my path a bit less hazy My vision was blurry, but now it is clear My world topsy turvy, but now there's no fear All hope is restored, all thanks to Jake and Amir car was in park, but now it's in gear. I was far from the mark, but they brought me here. The planet is saved thanks to Jake and Amir. It's Jake and Amir. Love that pop punk voice. And that's what do you, all. Do you like me? Oh, we're talking about something you're talking, else. You know, you are, you're constantly talking about something else. And you constantly Whether... want us to be talking about you. <laughs> or... Like, whether it's you talking about me or I'm talking about Also, me. I complimented something and you got mad at me. <laughs> Every compliment to something else... Doesn't detract is from you. Detra- it's right. It, it detracts is, from me. No, That's it exactly does not. right. If I told somebody else that they had a nice shirt, you think that means you have, <laughs> I a, have bad a bad shirt? I have a bad shirt. Small. <laughs> if you're not saying nice By things... By the way, you do have a bad shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's stained it's yellow it's thin more it than says it. fuck you you fucking fuck <laughs> the worst the shirt can be is thin <laughs> disagree i think a thin shirt's pretty nice what if it's like so thin like you can like start to see the skin you know where yeah. it's like if it's, it's like so sheer thin. that's yeah. not necessarily <laughs> but not sheer all the way around like it's thinning oh yeah like it has sheer spots oh but that's kind of nice that, that to me that connotes a very very comfortable shirt i would I think a thick shirt is worth, like a really thick Hanes <laughs> BPT. Yeah, yeah, like a really, yeah, like a Gildan. Uh-huh. Even if you wash. It says in sort of blurry letters, if you're reading this, you're standing too close. <laughs> yeah. And then at the bottom is just my social security number, and it's cut off high. It's a bare midriff, thick Hanes BPT. Wow. With a swear word. You would say that would be the worst shirt. That's probably the worst a shirt could be. Uh, Russ Wolf is the guy who sang that song. You can find him on YouTube under Russ Wolf with an E, or on Facebook under Ruff, Russ Wolf Music. All so, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> you think so? I think I'll look him up on Facebook <laughs> later today. Yeah. I think I'll remember to do that. Russ Wolf. Russ Wolf. Yeah. No, I actually might. Because you're, you've said it twice. Yeah, Russ Wolf. Russ Wolf. If you repeat it. It, it will get, come. Yeah, it gets ingrained more. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in a new home. Yeah. Holy shit. This... This, I know you guys are sick and fed up of hearing it because literally every four episodes, we're in a new home. We move. Yeah. <laughs> we often are. We're transient. Yes. We, uh, we move a lot. Mm-hmm. Every couple of weeks, we'll move. We are a nomadic crew. Not in a convenient way. No, in an inconvenient yeah, way. Like of it course. sort of sucks to move so much. We have no roots. Mm-hmm. Imagine a plant starting to grow and then like the roots grow and then you okay. rip it up. And, and every time, yeah, every place. time you acquire something, all you're thinking about is which bag will it go in yeah. in two weeks. Does it fit in a bag? Yeah. Oh. But no more. No longer. We are doing a normal thing, which is staying in a place for one calendar year. 12 months. We signed a lease. 52 weeks. It is not Raven's Nest. Of course it is not Raven's Nest, nor do you think... I don't think you should bring up Raven's Nest. <laughs> yes, it is. If we don't, we can't, we shouldn't, and we aren't. I don't have to, I don't have to speak of her because I am always thinking of her. <laughs> exactly. Every she is in my I heart, say. mind, and in my blood... I am not in her, but she is in me. Raven Nest is a contact lens upon which we all see the world. It is all <laughs> filtered through Raven's Nest. Because a- Raven's Nest is the world. <laughs> Absolutely. It is more than the world. It is the seventh wonder of the world. <laughs> it is the universe. It is also the first and sixth wonder of the world. It is the wonder. That is the world. It is the film by which we see the universe. Mm-hmm. Everything you see is Raven's Nest. You've never seen Raven's Nest. You can't picture Raven's Nest. <laughs> because you can't picture utopia because it's not real it is only real to i and to thee who have seen her but cannot speak of her and that is our own private hell because we will never be able to accurately describe her beauty to anyone and if you close your eyes guess what you are staring directly into raven's nest because that pure blackness that is your soul is your soul reflected off of her soul which is crystalline and clear and perfect and you are nothing 
Uh, we have a nice little Spanish casita. <laughs> <laughs> what we have is Raveness took a dump one day, and we scurried along, put it into a plastic bag, and moved into it. There's no pool here, but it is nice. It's pleasant. It's it's fine. It is a it good is home. Fine. It is a home. Luckily, we have a room dedicated to podcasting. Yeah. So look at this. I'm sitting on a couch. I'm not. I'm not holding the microphone because we bought mic stands. Very cool. We're getting. We're we're inching closer towards adulthood. Yeah. Uh, but let's. What is this? What are you listening to? It's an advice podcast. It's called If I Were You, and it's the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by me and me. Uh, I'm Amir. I'm Josh. Josh R. Uh, we'll get emails from people to if I were you show at gmail.com. And they're basically confused. A lot of these people are scared. Some of them are alone. Many of them are coy. They're yeah. coyed by the fact that they don't know what to do. They are seeking guidance. Who do they come to? Of course, the two smartest people they know. Me and <laughs> Clark Kent. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he is busy saving the world. So I fill in for that. Uh, so... We are going to be reading real emails right now from real people. Let's give them fake names just Smart. to preserve their anonymity. I don't want like their shit getting out. Uh, do you have a name for this first person who, uh, let's say he was, uh, he's uh, 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 talking about drugs and weed. Oh, Rosie. Rosie writes, Hey guys, I got caught in an awkward situation last night and I was wondering if you could help me out. Last night, I was texting back and forth with my best friend of five years when she casually mentioned to me that she likes to smoke weed. Now, something you should know about me is that I'm really anti-drug. I'm one of those few people that was brainwashed in the fifth grade by D.A.R.E. program, and I haven't shaken my opinion since. It's to the point where I have extreme disrespect towards people who do drugs, even if they're otherwise great people. So even though I'm 100% in the wrong, and literally all my friends think my stance on this is crazy, I can't help but feel nothing but disgust towards my friend. I haven't spoken to my friend since that fateful text. So how do I casually drop the hint? That I'm disgusted by her weed habit without making her mad. I feel like she should know how I feel since, you know, we're best friends. Thanks. Love, Rosie. Hmm. Hmm. He's some sort of weed bigot. Yeah, he's a wigot. I think this is sort of, I think at this point it's kind of safe to say that if you are like extremely anti-weed, you're going to come out on the wrong side of history. Oh, wow. There are states like legalizing it one by one. It's going to end up being like, uh, uh, it, it, there's, def- it's, there's an issue and there's people on either side of it, sure. Yeah. I, I personally think it's fine. You think society is trending towards acceptance for weed? Yes, I do. Which seems like it's already, I mean, it's, it's happening. It's some, like you said, it's already illegal. But even yeah. if something is legal, he can say that he doesn't like it. Right, that's true. Like, um... Driving 180 miles per hour. That's not legal. Okay, bad example. Um, Hurting someone, like murder. Of course, illegal. (laughs) I'm I'm racking my brain. Like murder, you said? What's a a legal thing? Smoking Shoplifting. Okay. Uh, Shoplifting? No. Or cigarettes. Right, exactly right. Shoplifting Well, one of them's legal, one of them's not. (laughs) And it's impossible to say which one's which. Yeah, cigarettes is a good example. Legal, but you can be against it. You can be disgusted by it. Yeah. So this guy happens to be disgusted by marijuana. Uh, but he seems to know that he's wrong. He's very self-aware in the fact that he's like, oh, yeah, I know that I, uh, I'm i 100% in the wrong, and all my friends think my stance on this is crazy. He but also I'm goes as far as to say that he was uh, brainwashed. Yeah, he knows. So he has sort of an abhorrent view of anti-drug people. How can you be brainwashed and know that you've been brainwashed? Doesn't that mean you haven't been brainwashed? Yeah, so he hasn't been fully brainwashed. Yeah. Uh, it's a light soak. Yeah. It's a, he's been brain rinsed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm high right now. Are you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've never done a podcast high. Yeah. Some okay. requests have come in. I don't know if we'd be... Well, I guess... Yeah, we could try it. It will definitely be different. I would be more self-conscious if I were stoned. Right. Like, I would probably be a little... I would be more quiet. Right. Or like... I. 
and then like trying to act normal, but then like you're starting to think, am I just acting normal? Right. Is it coming across as normal? I, what we should do is do one without telling anyone we're high. Oh, and then when we like p- promote it or something. Yeah, be like, did you guys realize that this one was a little weird? And then like we could record the ad afterwards and we'll yeah. say, this is a fun one. Things got real. We got high. Yeah, and, I, and the sponsor will appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, so what should this guy do? Uh, uh, I feel like his question is flawed. How do I casually drop a hint that I'm disgusted by her weed habit without making her mad? Yeah. She should be mad at you. For being disgusted by her. Although maybe she shouldn't. You no. Be, like if this girl, like you said with cigarettes, this girl smokes cigarettes and he's saying, how do I drop a hint that I'm disgusted without making her mad? But you wouldn't, even if somebody smoked cigarettes, a friend of yours smoked cigarettes, you would tell them that you didn't care for it. But right. to say I'm disgusted by it is a little it's rude. Much. It's a little too much. So I think the thing to do is maybe just like, you know, do nothing. Or why don't uh, you voice your displeasure, but don't try to let it alter Yeah, I'd your... say something like, you know, I don't agree with it, but that's your choice. Yeah. If you really want her to know, which it doesn't really matter because what do you like what's the hope that he wants to a make her uncomfortable with mm-hmm. it or and uh and probably thus in doing so b make her change and not smoke weed anymore but that would as according to him that would be 100% in the wrong so to, to he's basically asking if he can take this girl into the wrong with her with him right you shouldn't if you think you're wrong don't try to prove people wrong because so, you are wrong. <laughs> you can't double wrong. Yeah, that's not a right. Two wrongs don't make a That is a saying that I just came up with. Whoa, let's hear it. Two wrongs <laughs> don't make a right. So what does that mean? It's like, <laughs> just because you're doing something wrong, uh-huh. if you get me to do something wrong right. too, like, yeah. it doesn't, it's not, it's not like, <laughs> it's not making a, a, a right thing. Oh, okay. That's sort of like a way to look at it. Can I tell you a phrase that I just came up with? Sure. A bird in the hand is worth two inside of a, uh, let's say, a, a, shru- a bush. A shrub? A oh. bush. A bird, a bird in the hand. In my hand. If I have a bird in my hand, that's worth two birds inside of a bush. Why is that? Because I can say, let's say this bird is worth a hundred bucks. Uh huh. And the birds in the bush are what, 50 each? I don't know. <laughs> Ish, would you say? That sounds about right. I feel like you're asking, me to ag- bird. you're asking me to agree right, to a so lot. Let's say for I, this have to a bird, I have a bird in hand. Yeah. 100 bucks. I just feel a like bird you set bush, it up in a, a strange way. An average bush bird is 50. Why do I have. You're like so telling that equals, me that. But that I don't know if that's a bird true. In, so a bird in the hand is worth two. And, yeah. So two, one. I feel like you're 50 forcing, plus 50 you're forcing a lot of information in to make the saying make sense. I don't think so. What do you think about this phrase? Time flies, but Infinity. only so when you're having a good or having fun, having a good time or fun. So what time flies when, when you're, you're having, having fun? fun. And what does that mean? That means like, okay, I'm having a great time, but I keep looking at my clock. Yeah, and I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like I can't read. <laughs> like There's your a watch little is hand broken. is on the two, the big hand's on the five. You know, and I another know. way it could make sense is if you're saying like, you know, you don't look at the watch when you're having fun, and time seems to go a little quicker because. Oh, so time goes quicker when you're having a good time. Yeah, no, that's not right. Though. That doesn't make no, sense. Yeah, time's the same always. Right, time is a constant. <laughs> yeah, but it's like yours is like you're having a broken, silly watch. Day. Although now that I think about it, I think that the speed of light is constant and time is very like relative. And I that's sort of a theory that I came up with. I think I can sort of quantify it in this equation. So energy mm-hmm. e yeah. I'm just trying to do the math in my head. Equals, equals would equal something. Yeah, mass. The mm-hmm. weight of an object. M. And then uh, <laughs> uh, the speed of light. Is what? Which is a constant C. Oh. C. <laughs> but not just e- equals MC. It would be like C times C. E equals MC squared. That's amazing. You just came <laughs> up with that? Well, I'm just like trying to think out Are you loud. riffing? Yeah. I'm doing a... Yeah, I think that works. Because I'm just... <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I just farted it out my fucking face just now. But yeah, equal, equals MC squared. So don't tell your friend not to smoke pot anymore. I used to be like this. My friends smoked pot, started to smoke pot at the end of high school, and I never did. And I was like, "Oh shit, this is bad." Like I'm in a bad mood when my friends are smoking pot because like they're starting to become druggies, and like right. I'm on the outside looking in, and they're having this shared experience that I'm not a part of because I don't want to smoke. Right. So now, like all my friends are becoming cool without me, 
And you sort of resent them. You're like, oh, you guys are being like, this is gross. This is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. You guys shouldn't be doing this. Or I would just be in a bad mood and they would ask me what's wrong. And I'd be like, I just, I don't, I don't understand why we're getting high now. That's like a bet. Like to me, it was the equivalent of if all my friends now started doing heroin and I'd be like, what are you guys doing? Like you're throwing your life away. This isn't fun. I'm not going to do it. That makes sense. Cause like that is that is, that is like a, like these steps that you take. Yeah. And I think when your friends start drinking when you're younger, you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, this is bad, you guys. That's yeah. like kind of right. But then eventually you all, everyone like gets a little older, they start drinking. That's I think the, the same thing standard. happens with weed. Yeah. And then it like maybe is happening with like Molly or cocaine. Yeah. And like those <laughs> drugs are like, yeah, though, that's like pretty much on the cusp. Like maybe we should not yeah. be doing that, right? <laughs> yeah. And then for sure, heroin, crack. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there is a point where the person saying like, guys, this is too much is right. But right. I think it's not at weed. <laughs> but how do you know? Like, how do you know what's the point where it's actually da- like? Where do cool people also say no to that? Yeah, I, I had the exact same experience with um, drugs when I was growing up. Right. Like, hey, this is not cool. The next hardest drug is always seemingly the hardest drug. Right. Like zero to weed is the same as weed to whatever. I don't know what's I the think co- what's a one above weed? Cocaine. Is it? There's nothing in between weed and cocaine. That's, that seems like a big mushrooms. Step. Oh, well, the mushrooms are pretty intense too. Yeah. What about Adderall? That's like a pill. Yeah, that's true. I think. Well, maybe the difference is with cocaine and Adderall. You can. This is another example of when I don't entirely know what I'm talking about, but this is like me working through it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get addicted to cocaine and Adderall like pretty easily. Uh, I don't think there's like as much to say that you can get addicted to mushrooms and weed though people do have it hmm <laughs> i think aren't there like studies that say that you are that you don't really get addicted you don't have like the same type of reliance as you do on weed as you uh on weed as you do with like alcohol right like there's no chemical addiction you mm-hmm. can't be chemically addicted Though I feel like you can find a study that says everything. What we should really do is consult an expert, or at the very least, a Google search, yeah. where I can only assume an expert has written an article. That, right, but you can find articles on everything. Of you know, course. Experts have a million different opinions. They got they get paid by Pfizer. They yeah. get paid by the the Which government. Tr- multi-trillion they, dollar pharmaceutical uh, funded this mm-hmm, study. Mm-hmm, follow mm-hmm. the thread all the way to the top, and you know Follow what? the money, people. And you, you you, 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 you pull at the you thread pull of the dollar bill. It's a tug of war, uh-huh. and you look up, and uh-oh, what's the thread going straight into? Is Uncle Sam's ass. I was going to say Obama's ear. Oh, very nice. <laughs> uh, I think you don't have to like tell your friend that you're disgusted by her. She probably feels your judgment more than you realize. <laughs> yeah, especially because you already told her. And you haven't texted her since. Mm-hmm. So, uh... How about lightening up? <laughs> yeah, man. You're going to get a little bit more chill on the matter. It's really weird when we talk about on the, like on this podcast about like people being cooler with drugs. Yeah. <laughs> it just, seems like pretty bad advice. Right. But we're giving more realistic advice than like quote unquote good official advice. Yeah, that's true. Like you don't have to smoke weed, but as long as she's doing it uh semi response like as responsibly as you can do a drug. Yeah. I don't think it's really your place to be like you're disgusting. Right. I mean, you can always tell on her, tell her mommy or whatever. All right. That's what you do with all your friends, right? <laughs> I got them all in prison. You narked them. You called the cops. <laughs> I you hit set a... up a sting operation. <laughs> you wore a wire. <laughs> For no reason. It was a thick black wire underneath my thin shirt. They saw it right away. So sheer. Uh, all right. Let's answer another query. Nice. Uh... Oh, this one's a little different. Um, this guy's asking a question about what he should do now that he just graduated from college. Okay. Do you Is, have a name for him? Um, Micah. Micah writes, I just graduated from college, and me and a buddy are looking to get out of the same state we've lived in all our lives in the mid-Atlantic area. What are some great cities for young people to move to within a recent grad budget? Y'all do a lot of traveling, so maybe you can lend some perspective. Second question. I have some money I'm looking to invest. 
I'm thinking about putting some in the Berkshire Class B shares, but if you guys have any other suggestions about some stock picks, I'd love to hear something new. I really enjoy the show. Thanks. Love, Micah. Huh. So this guy wants to know where to live and how to invest his money wisely. I love how much he's trusting us. Yeah. Uh, and we've got advice for this guy. Right. At the very least, we're more of an expert in the where to live situation. But I think we can offer Both of some... us have money in the market. We are playing the field. We're... Obviously, you do need... We'll, we'll get... Do you want to answer that question first or the city? Let's do cities first. Okay, because that's I mean, fun. Yes. Yeah, we love romanticizing cities. Oh, dude. I want to... Every single city we visit, I want to move to. You want to live there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Let's let's go back and forth. Okay. I think we're going to have very similar favorite cities sure. in, um, in America. Okay. Okay. What would you say is your number one? Uh, or one of your number one options. A guy's like, I got no responsibility, no family, just me and my friend going to move to a city. Where should I? Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Great example. Weather is nice. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I put a premium on weather. Yeah. A lot of people don't give a shit. This guy's from the Mid-Atlantic area. I assume that's probably one of the worst weathers you can be in. It's mm-hmm. really, really hot in the summer, freezing cold in the winter. Austin, very temperate, mild. Hot in the summer. But not like humid hot. Right, 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 right. Um, it's affordable. Yeah. It's cheaper there than it, uh, in most big cities. Cool. We True. go to Austin. We're saving money. Austin is very hip, very cool. And the people there are great. Yeah. Uh, Austin might be on like the decline, you know, like it used to be cool 10 years ago. Right. Now every, now many, too many people are knowing about Austin. Right. Maybe the secret's out on Austin. Yeah. It's like now you got to go to, uh, St. Paul or something. I, but I don't actually know about that. (laughs) We don't know what the other cool, what another cool city is Portland. Portland's really cool. I love Portland. Yeah. Weather's also, it's a little iffy. It's wet. Yeah. If you don't mind the rain, we highly recommend it. Right. Portland's beautiful. Very affordable. Pacific Northwest. Uh, Seattle also. Yeah. I dig Seattle. Seattle's nice. You're in the Pacific Northwest still. A little rainier than Portland, a little more expensive, but a bigger city. Definitely. If you love that city vibe. If you like the city vibe. Now, what about Los Angeles, the city that we live in? Fuck it. No. Okay. Don't bother. All right. Orlando, Florida. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) Uh, Also, I maybe put New York above L.A., New York City. Oh, yeah, because these people just graduated. Right. I know it's hard to, like, to imagine New York on a budget, but like, it, does, it's, it exists. You could live in Brooklyn or Queens and, like, be, and do fine. It's, yeah. not like, so, it's not prohibitively expensive. Poor yeah. people live in New York all over the place. Yeah, my theory on New York, uh, having lived there and L.A., is that New York uh, is great if you're really, really broke or really, really rich. Yeah. Because if you're broke, you just live in a shitty hole in the wall and eat, like, two dollar slices right. of pizza but you get to go to all those fun bars and clubs and it's just like you doesn't you everyone is poor with you. yeah it's nobody... hard to have money in new york because it's so expensive that's true uh, and it's also more fun when you're younger like i wouldn't recommend 30 somethings moving to new york for the first time it's right. a little more difficult yeah yeah, yeah it's physically true. taxing mm-hmm. new york city great example uh if you're looking for some budget options austin portland any others any other ones come to mind um I think I mean those are my top ones. Uh Yeah. Is there anything that anything that comes to your mind? The the Midwest has some like cool cities, cool college towns. Yeah. But it's so fucking cold there in the winter. Right. Exactly. It hurts my bones. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like we had a lot of fun in Ann Arbor and Madison and to a lesser or a bigger city extent, Chicago. Right. But we were never there throughout an entire winter. Yeah, I never pictured, I never looked up, I looked up real estate in Seattle, Portland, (laughs) and Austin. Right. I like legit wanted to move there. The problem is we're tied to this industry. We can't live there. There was a time when we could have lived in Portland. It's past now. But remember, we almost, oh no, I tried to convince you to live in Austin. Right, for like a couple months. Yeah, we almost did it. Seems like that's feasible. I think we could do... Well, I mean, now it's pretty dumb because we have a year-long lease. <laughs> we just bought this house. Uh, all right, second question. He has some money he's looking to invest. And he has it in Berkshire Class B shares. You recently started putting your money in the stock market. Yes. So what have you learned in the last six months? Uh, well... I always like to qualify everything I say with uh, the fact that I'm pretty dumb. Right. But 
I did get advice to buy what I like, mm-hmm. so I just diversified. That's a good. I, that's a good. That's a good tip that you'll find everywhere. Right. Is, don't is put all of your, your money. money. Oh, yeah, you don't want to. I. You don't buy like all of the Tesla stock that you right. can afford. Right. You just buy a little bit of all this. I bought a little bit of a bunch of stocks that I like. So what? What's an example of a stock that you purchased that you I like? bought? Tesla, uh-huh. Starbucks, uh-huh. Home Depot, <laughs> Nike, uh-huh. uh, stuff like that. Stuff that I. Serve like uh, places that I go to North Face REI. I don't know if I did either of those, but like things like that, products that I wear and use, and stores that I shop at, and I all of them made money. I think that's another thing. Like you kind of just want to have money in the market because it's either all going up or all going down. Yeah, it tends to if you leave it in there long enough, it tends to go up. If you just splash it around, it's like playing roulette. If you put money on all thirty six numbers. It's gonna hit. Yeah. You're gonna win some, you're gonna lose some. But ideally you're spreading it around so thin that the only money I lost was in IAC. <laughs> the company we you used to work for. Yeah. Didn't you also invest in Alibaba, which is some uh Chinese Amazon? Oh yeah, I did invest in Alibaba. I probably lost money there too, actually. All right. Here's some here's two good tips and one bad one for me. One, like you said, diversify, splash your money around. Two there's something called robo investing now. Wealthfront, Betterment. Yeah. Uh, Charles have, Schwab as a robo investor. That's what we have our money in. Yeah. You, you sort of, tr- I trust computers more than humans. So they're like the computer programs written by smart humans to invest your money in a specific way. You just give it all to that. And then the computer does the rest. Mm-hmm. They, they should be a, po- a podcast sponsor. I feel like that would be a good podcast sponsor. That's true. Uh, and then here's one bad bit of advice: invest in stocks that are that are at a hundred dollars right now, because it'll be very easy to quantify your gains and losses. Oh, that is bad advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I remember I bought all these stocks at a hundred. This one's at eighty five. Yeah, but I mean, like, this one's at not one. You don't have to do the math in your head. The the I'd sites like that you invest, in, like Schwab, tells me how much money I made and lost and how much I bought it at. I bought this one a house. I bought this one a truck. I bought this one a mall. <laughs> I bought this. I think he said I bought this one a purse. I bought this one a truck. I bought this one a car. I bought this one a mall. I feel bad for the girl that just got a purse. Yeah. Hey Drake, did you? I love my Hermes bag. <laughs> Let me just start off by saying that. Did you? Sorry. Did you buy somebody a Westfield Shopping Center in Toronto? Yeah, that's where I got your purse from <laughs> you her asshole. mall. <laughs> You bought, I'll take the truck. I mean, fuck. What was that? You bought one person a Cadillac Escalade and the other person a Prius C. And then uh, another girl, uh, an 81-store shopping center, complete with hot dog on a stick. And then somebody else got a polo bag for $88. (laughs) I feel like he's playing favorites. Drake is clearly playing favorites. But... He has lots of friends, and he's got a lot of enemies. Mm-hmm. Got a lot, a lot of, of enemies. enemies. Mm-hmm. Every time uh, he sees them, though, there's something wrong with their memory. Why is that? I don't know. They're just trying to take it away from a drink. <laughs> we don't believe it out. Uh, all right. Let's take a break and come back with some less... Uh, well, how would you say that type of question was? Practical. Yeah, less practical question. Maybe people are interested in that type of thing. That's true. We like to switch it up. Just like just like our portfolio, you have to diversify. Indeed. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a awarded the number one best overall mattress uh pick of 2019 by gq and wired so it's not just us 
Cool. GQ and Wired likes them too. Yeah, and I'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can win. It doesn't matter who's who's. Yeah, right that that part okay. doesn't matter. All right, sure. You just go to Helix. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just go to HelixSleep.com/slash. If I were you, you take that two minute sleep quiz. You don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing. It. Just take that two minute quiz. To, but some people, and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes. Yeah. And that's part of the issue. Okay. Yeah, they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. And now. Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah, yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping, and there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you, and it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect oh. sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. I ate a dove. Well, <laughs> it must have been while you were in Iceland. You ate a dove? Six, yeah, six days ago. What restaurant serves doves? Uh, no restaurant. Where did you cook it? <laughs> At home. I boiled the dove. <laughs> How did you capture the dove? I purchased it on Craigslist. Was it a live dove? It was a live dove. And then how did you murder it when it got to the house? <laughs> I strangled the dove, and then I put it into a pot of boiling water. You strangled it? I strangled the dove. In front of the, <laughs> the person you bought it from on Craigslist. <laughs> I, said, I said, own this cow. <laughs> you gave them $75, and they said, all right, take good care of it. Like, I don't have to take care of it. They I said, guess excuse it. me? You said, there's been money exchanged. I own the dove. There's a bird in my hand, and it's going to be worth two very quickly, I assure you. Uh, I posted some Matt Damon stuff on our Facebook page, uh, and people left some pretty funny comments uh, in addition to the ones I posted. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, here's a few from our Facebook fan page. Facebook.com slash Jake and Amir if you're interested. Uh, do you think Matt Damon ever presses a button to cross the street, then looks at his phone for too long, misses his turn to walk for a couple <laughs> seconds, then ends up having to half jog across the street because he doesn't want to piss off traffic? That one's from Kylar. That's really good. I don't think he's ever done that, though. Uh, when, this one was one of my favorites. Warren writes, when Matt Damon opens a newspaper, does he ever open it a little too far so that it folds towards you? And nothing is ruined, but it just adds a slight inconvenience for the correct way when you're done with the paper. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I feel like Matt Damon has a really tight fold. Yeah, like that, that like, he can like cut like very nice crease. Folds that page in half. Maybe does the. Uh, oh yeah, I could picture crossword. him just like effortlessly making it sort of into a third. Oh yeah, he can hold it with one hand. Oh, sip wow. a coffee. Oh, yeah, and then like when it's time to turn the page, he like knows exactly how to get like story continued on D three. Yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't the... have to put pieces of the paper down on the ground. Oh, you think he could do a one handed flip to? D3? I think I don't think he does a one hand. I think he puts the coffee down, <laughs> unfolds, folds it, tucks. Back to the coffee. Yeah, and then like he'll keep maybe an uh, article that he likes in his back pocket. Oh, that's cool. 
sometimes he just has way too many articles that he likes in right. his back pocket. There's just there's <laughs> spilling newspaper over, yeah. ink all over his pants. No, He's wearing white khakis. Has Matt Damon been right? Has Matt Damon ever been hanging a picture and then he thinks it's level, but when he steps back and he looks at it, it's crooked, and he has to keep adjusting and stepping back to look at it, and he can't get it quite straight ever? <laughs> no. <laughs> Of course he na- he has a level. Yeah, he nails it. Uh, do you think Matt Damon has ever done the stair thing when he thinks there's another step but there isn't, and then he stood at the foot of the stairs feeling confused and disoriented? <laughs> says Callie. Yeah, and then he sort of he's walking with someone. He has to smile and say to them, "I thought there was another stair stair there." Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and then he stutters just like I just did. <laughs> I thought there was another stale there. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of funny ones. Do you think Matt Damon has ever? <clears throat> do you think Matt Damon has ever walked into a room, forgot he was looking for, and then just had to leave the room? Yeah, and even like he stands there for a second too long. He's like, "No, I'll think of it." Uh, Fuck it, no, I can't. The one I thought of was: Has he ever put his arm through the wrong sleeve of a jacket and then like reached for the other arm, but it's not there? Oh yeah, I don't think Damon's ever. Done I don't that. think he's ever done that. Have you? You think he's ever like met up with somebody who's wearing a jacket and they have to like untuck the collar from oh, from his him? neck, like he <laughs> like he put it on in a, in a haste, yeah, and yeah. sort of like the collar is just like tucked under into his shoulder, yeah, or no. maybe one of his collar on his shirt, one of the collars button and the other one isn't, so oh. his, his wife has to like fix that for him. We got a lot of uh, tweets and posts about him having a ponytail. Yeah, that was a big deal. We sort of we were we were hot on Damon before that hot Damon news came out. Yeah, of course he can pull off the ponytail. Yeah, he's kind of the one guy that can yeah. do it. <laughs> I like that he didn't try to do the... Like, if he was doing the man bun thing, I think everybody would have no respect. Like, right. at least if he's going to do it, he's committed. It's a pony. Yeah. He it's not a man it. bun. It's He's not trying to catch on to a trend. No, no. He's like, this is a classic look. And of course it's for a role. You have to know it's for a role. <laughs> he's never had long hair like that, though, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. Like, Tom Cruise, I can imagine having longer hair. Brad Pitt has had long hair. But Damon... With long hair. I'll watch that movie. You know there's a Matt Damon movie coming out where he's like stuck on Mars. Oh, really? Yeah. That's not Interstellar? No. (laughs) Is Interstellar about someone being stuck on Mars? Uh, He's not not on Mars, but he's he's stuck on another planet in Interstellar. Did you ever... You never saw Interstellar? Uh Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Great Matt Damon cameo. Whoa, he's in Interstellar? Yeah. Oh, wow. Now you want to watch it, don't you? I'm definitely going to see that scene. Uh, all right. Anything we have to promote? Our show in Montreal, which I think is sold out, but I think you can get in with a yeah. pass. Buy a festival pass because then you can see every show, not just our show. And there's a lot of like Chappelle is going to be there. So it's worth getting a pass. Not right? David, but yeah. Yeah. Roger Chappelle. His, <laughs> his unrelated twin brother. <laughs> so he is related. Because yeah, he is. Uh, and then we're also hosting two stand-up shows. So if you like stand-up comedy, we're going to be hosting two shows. Called- oh, yeah. So now that pass is looking mighty worth it. You come to like three of our shows. Right. It's called JFLOL. And that's two on Thursday, two on Friday. And then we have that podcast on Saturday. Wait, I think- we're hosting two and two? Yeah. I don't last know if I want to do that. Last time I said that, you were also taken aback. Like, you're not processing that information I'm really into not. your long-term memory. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, a memento. I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's the 23rd, 24th, and 25th are the three days of doing shows. I'm sorry. We have, we, they're, they're bringing us to Montreal to host comedy shows. Yeah. I just kind of wanted to do one show and then rage for three days. Yeah. Apartment it's, 200. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we're also coming to Toronto in October. Yeah. There's a Just for Laughs there now. Is that one sold out? Uh, I think the show itself is sold out, but again, you can get in with a festival pass. So check us out. I'm sorry. Check us out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am starting to feel like, because the dove is not sitting well. Right. You ate the beak. Yeah. (laughs) I only ate the beak. (laughs) The Uh, dove didn't have to die. (laughs) It was such a peaceful bird. One last question. This one's a classic relationship question. Love it. Uh, got a name for this dude? Dave. You know what I'm realizing? Sometimes we give this people names, but they they we, it never comes up. Yeah, that's true. It's like we don't have to. But it's like it's good. Like when we're giving advice, you could say like, "All right, listen here, Dave." Right. But I don't even know if we do that. We don't. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, big fan. My name is Dave. 
My gr- <laughs> <laughs> came up there. Uh, no, I forced it in. Oh, nice. My girlfriend of two years and I are both seniors in high school and will and will move to college in two months. We both know better than to try long distance, so we're living with our own mortality. Although suddenly we've hit a roadblock. I assumed we would date until the end of summer, then go our separate ways, but she said that would be too painful. Instead, she would rather break up today. I really don't want to do this because then my summer will be ruined. (laughs) I want to spend it with her. Is there a compromise here? Like, what should we do? I also suggested doing another month, but she said she can't handle knowing when our last time together will be. This is one of the hardest things I've ever gone through with uh, through being a white male grown up in the suburbs, and it would be amazing to get your guys' advice. Good luck on the TV show and such. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it, Dave. I think your girlfriend doesn't want to be with you anymore. <laughs> That much is clear. Uh, it'll be too hard for me to break up with you in the You're end so of August. Right. It's going to be the worst. Come here and give me one last hug. Uh, I don't want to know that I'm ever going to give you a last hug. Let's just <laughs> assume we remembered what the last hug was. That way I don't have to give you a final hug. Sure. It just sort of falls away I love away you, from baby. There. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I loved you. Yeah, she's done. If you're thinking so rationally about the breakup, you can't schedule a breakup. Like, that's not how it works. Right. Like, if, if if they were actually so into each other, they would do the dumb thing of staying together long distance. They seem to, I think it's logical and smart to not want to do that. Right. Experience college. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You don't totally. have to, you're not tethered to anybody emotionally or physically. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and then there's, like, this weird gray, gray period where it's like, so should we break up now? Should we break up at the end of the summer? It's all the relationship is over. Yeah, but like if you like each other, you would just kind of keep on dating until you were leaving, and then like that's the that's when you break up. It's so sad and funny that he's like, "How about a compromise? July twenty eighth. <laughs> That'll give me some time." I really, with you. really, it will be too painful. <laughs> She's being so polite. It'll be too painful to break up with you later. Let's yeah. do it now. My summer's going to be ruined. Because I think I she's be thinking her summer's going to be ruined if you stay together. <laughs> because according to her, her summer's going to be awesome. Yeah. I think you should embrace being single for the summer. Yeah. Chill with your boys. Have You, you got to look at the positive of the situation. I mean, it is sucky to be broken up with. Uh, I think she's doing trying yeah. to do it in like a very polite way, which is like, oh, maybe we shouldn't... St- like, it was... I think... Uh, it was her idea not to stay together through college. Right. And now it's like, oh, we might as well break up now, which is kind of true. Like, like why put true. a If date? you are going to break up, then break up. There's right. no there's no reason to be in a relationship that's going to be, like, stunted and, like, you can't progress it that much. And then there's just there's this weird be... thing looming. Yeah. It's like the Sunday And then no one's taking the relationship that seriously anyway. It's like, hey, baby, let's see each other today. Like, uh, I guess I'll, I'll do that, <laughs> but, like... Why does it matter? Right. Because we're breaking up. Like uh, if you're married or something and you find out your wife or husband is going to die. Break Jesus. up. No, that's a little different. Why? Uh, like just leave her. <laughs> oh, you're a bad person. Because <laughs> in, your, in your scenario, you're the one that's going to live, right? <laughs> of course. I'm going to live forever. I had the fucking dove. I'm immortal today. <laughs> That's why you ate the dove. Absolutely. I'm a peaceful, immortal soul right now. Uh, uh, there's, um, fuck, what was I going to say about it, too? Um, I can't remember. Was it a song that it reminded you of? Um, I think it was more like about if you are in a relationship that's and i really i'll never know i'll oh. never know <laughs> and that's the sad beautiful truth uh well this could sort of be taken into any context where it's like if i'm gonna if i have decided to break up with someone there's no reason to do it later even though it's come right. up before i'm like sometimes oh it's worth this is what this it. is i this is what i was gonna say and it's related to that it's yeah. also like you guys theoretically had a good relationship all through senior year and you don't want to deal with like this painful two-month breakup that's going to lead into college because that's going to sort of color the relationship in a bad way you might as well be like we had a good run let's go out on a high note we're broken up now yeah and then like not deal with the pain of growing apart for two months saying goodbye right yeah so you should look you should want to break up too Mm -hmm. um 
I already, I, I'm, I, I don't want people to think that I flip flopped on my position of breaking up after that girl's exams. I know that was a very uh, hotly debated issue. It very much was. I do sometimes think it is worth delaying a little bit. In general, get it over with, get it done, get it, uh, make sure that it's happening immediately once you've decided to break up with somebody. Right. Um, all right. Any last notes for this guy before, uh, like, let's say you die before right. next episode? Uh, then I'd say, stay strong. Mm-hmm. You're the man. <laughs> uh, to my family, I love you all very much. Um, split up my estate evenly amongst you all. Oh, so your dad and your mom and then all your siblings get the same? Equal. We should all we should end every episode with our living will and testament just in case it's the last verbal recording of ourselves. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'd like to leave all of my money to one relative to be what? determined with a wheel. What? I want a lawyer to spin a wheel. That's so fucking Turn it cool. into a, a game of sorts. You, you have to specify like relative in like your immediate like, family or is there like a second or third cousin that might be a, end up on the... They should be on the wheel, but in a very, very small... Oh, slant. Oh. So that like... You're How about... Way... Okay. So this is what I'll do. I'll do roulette. Mm. It's kind of like the NBA lottery. This is what I'll do. I'll do the NBA lottery, ping okay. pong balls with a four digit combination. All right. Some people have 25% of the permutation. Some people have 10%, five, all the way down to one and a half. One and a half is a random fan that I'll choose at the end of this podcast. That's fun. Yeah. And then they'll get in the room and the, the balls will like spin off and then it'll come down to nine, four, six. And then you'll look, okay, who has that code? Who has that permutation? Exactly. And wow. then I'll be like, oh, my mom, oh, my daddy, oh, my brother, oh, my other brother. <laughs> or and then I'll be like, cousin, uh, niece, right. niece, mm-hmm. uh, sister-in-law, we sister-in-law. All get it. We don't have to. Down to uh, right. friend. Maybe you could be on there. I'd like that. <laughs> I just want, I really, I'll take the smallest sliver, but I really want a piece of that. It'd be such a state. sad moment, but like everybody sort of wants to be chosen. Right. You know? Everyone's like, it's still a fucking game. It's I, so want, fun. <laughs> I want to turn it into a game. I want that to happen at the funeral. Right. Uh, cool. So let that be known. Uh, <laughs> if you have your own questions, please email us to if I were you show at gmail.com. Uh, if you have your own theme song submission, we start and end every episode with a live, not a live, with a recorded theme song made by one of our fans. That opening one was by Russ Wolf, and this closing one is by a 14-year-old named Vincent in wow. Austria. Cool. Imagine that. Which I think is, uh, I'm describing Beethoven after he <laughs> recorded his first symphony. Uh, we also want thumbnail submissions, so send those to uh, a Facebook art for us, uh, if I were show, gmail.com for everything. Thanks to everybody who's listened to this. We'll be back next week. If I were you, the podcast show, get your